Hi, Dad. Hello. Happy fucking New Year. And welcome to another episode of the Heavy Boys Podcast. I am Brody and that is Bailey. Bailey, mate, how are you doing? I'm bloody well, mate. How are you? Uh, I'm ecstatic. I'm fucking It's been a while. Screaming at the iPad. I'm so fucking... (laughs) And, and we're in for a fucking beefy boy, aren't we? Oh, dude, when you sent me the fucking list of shit <laughs> that we had to do for today, I was like, fuck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the 19th of January right now, and fuck moy, there oh, has been some stuff. good stuff. Already, too. I know. It's only the first month of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fuck it. And speaking of crazy, um, Apple Music still has um, Frozen Souls, Crypt of Ice uh, under 2020. Because <laughs> you sent me that, like, when I, the day it came out, I posted it to the Instagram page and you screenshotted, like, that their page or whatever and sent it to me, like, with a squiggly emoji. I was like, well, what's wrong then? <laughs> he like, look at the release date. I'm like, yeah, look, there's no way that's happened. <laughs> so it's still like that today, is it? Says it, oh yeah. my god! It was like because it says it like November or something, isn't it? Like the thirteenth of yeah, November, yeah. yeah. Like November or fucking September or something. <laughs> shit. I'm like, what the fuck? That makes sense. It literally came out like today. <laughs> Whatever. I don't well, give a fuck. I think that's where we start. Yeah. So Frozen Soul with Cryptovice was like the first thing I think I listened to in the new year. Um, they're a five-piece death metal band from Texas. Go close the windows, light the fire, and grab a jacket because we're in for a very cold boy. Oh, yeah. If you ever find yourself having to fight a Yeti, this is the soundtrack for it. (laughs) (laughs) But they're from Texas. like. (laughs) I know, right? It's supposed to be ball-sweating fucking hot there, and they're coming in. fucking. That'd be like us writing this record. Oh, dude. It's it's actually phenomenal, and um, I'll, I'll let you start off first because I think um, you you were very excited when this thing fucking dropped. So I'll let you take the lead. Yeah, I kind of stumbled across it like the night before it dropped. Like there were already three singles out or something, and I didn't play through the singles too much. I think I just had them on as background while I was doing something, and just gave them the one run through to kind of see what I was ready for, but wanted to leave it as a whole sort of listen thing. Mm. It's cool. Um, the first thing that kind of uh, stood yeah. out to me <laughs> uh, are the vocals. At the start, I wasn't such a fan because it's not like your traditional death metal vocals or anything. The best way I can describe it is, I was like, imagine like the fucking endgame boss kind of calling out to you from like the end of the level, like through a castle or something. It's like echoey. It's evil. It sounds like a Doom character. Yeah. Or something you'd find in Dark Souls or Demon Souls. Yeah, like, that's the best way to put it. Like it's not typical metal vocals. And like at the start, I was a bit like, eh, maybe I could do without it. But since then, I've come around and I think it just fucking adds to the atmospheric just evilness of the record. Yeah. Um, he has great enunciation though. Yeah. I think you pretty much understand every word he says, which is something you don't often get in death metal. No, it's pretty hard to come across, especially in um, the more harsher mm-hmm. styles of the music too. The real, the real caveman death metal. Yeah. Um, 
Fucking one thing I did love though was so much double kick rolls. Oh yeah, like, throughout they, the whole they, album, they're so beefy as well. Yeah, they um their rhythm section did not fuck around on this no, album man. at all. And um, I mean, I'm a massive stick up. Pardon me for bass, drums, anything like that. And you can physically hear the bass mm-hmm. alongside the guitars. Like it's not drowned out. Guitars don't fucking overpower everything or anything really. And the drums sound fucking insane. Yeah. I think actually a note here um, that I quickly just want to push push through since we're on topic of it. Um, the, the drums sound like the bass drum sounds so rattly, but it has so much yep. fucking power in it. Mm-hmm. And it's really noticeable when they are doing those just rolls. rolling so hard. Yeah. But then when they they bring in the snare and any other any of the toms, man, they sound just so tight and they mm-hmm. thump. There is there's not an ounce wasted on on anything here, and I think that's probably the biggest takeaway for me. I still I'm still like how you are with the vocals though. Um, I, I could probably do without them. They're not that great, um, but um, in terms of atmosphere and and then setting up the album. It, it it fucking works. Mm-hmm. So um, I do give massive credit to that, and so much chugging as well. Yeah, <laughs> chug city over here. Um, but I found like it's almost like a fraction slower than you know traditional death metal. I don't know what that comes down to, but like it's just a fraction off, just a little bit slower, and maybe that would help a newer person getting into it as well. So it's not just straight blasting. I don't think there's any actual blast beats in the album. I don't recall anything no. being and in there. That's what made the double kick stand out so well as well. Like coming from like growing up on Metallica and stuff, just such a sucker for a good double kick. It just sounds so good. I love it. Um, as I said before, yeah, straight fuck up caveman death metal. <laughs> Yeah, the, these boys didn't come to put shoes on fucking Caterpillar, though. <laughs> like, at all. Um, just going um, from top of my notes, like, for a straight-up death metal record, it's a, it's actually pretty fucking good. Um, yeah, see, I was really like, especially like, unsure on what you were going to say. Yeah, well, considering the um, other LPs that we will bring up today, um, it, this is my most enjoyed one. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, it um the album for me it, um it, it took some time to get around it. Mm. I think I played it maybe seven or eight fucking times, and um actually I think it was nine even because I went through the eighth play, the eighth and ninth play today. So yeah, okay. um yeah, it I it did not go oh, well. I've had it on so much. The first two three <laughs> listens, and maybe the fourth ones when I finally got around on it. So maybe um, it's a good thing it took us so long to get around to recording this episode. Oh, dude, I was going to shit on this fucking <laughs> I thing. knew you would too. Like, I was, I was going to shit on this so hard, but so maybe, I eventually got around it. Maybe but when Walking drops, take- we, uh, we wait a little bit to uh, talk about that one as well then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, like, the album does take its time um, picking you apart. Like, mm-hmm. it, um, it, it's in its... And it doesn't happen straight away. Like it kind of sedates you and it ma- then it makes you aware that it's like strapping you in and then starts peeling your fucking skin back <laughs> layer by fucking layer. 
with ice shards. Dude, like these fucking guys made such a crushing album. I'm it's it does still kind of have that death metal mm-hmm. guitar tone that is what does was what made me not really like it in the first place. Um it's one of those like old school sounding death metal yeah. type um tones. And not that there's anything wrong with that, it's just that we're in 2021 now. And I don't like that old school sound. Yeah, but it's not in the fact that they've made it sound shit like traditional death metal. They've yeah, gone, I know they, they play just... it in modern ways, which is good. Not like some of the um the revivalist bands now that are playing it to sound like it fucking came out thirty years ago. Like they didn't do it on purpose to sound like shit. They, they yeah, yeah, just no, were no, working no. with the best they had. <laughs> not what I'm saying though. Yeah, like, yeah, I no, get, no. I get what they're doing, and it's, it's fine. I just that's just not my thing at all that's that's why it took me nine listens mm-hmm. to fucking get around it um so i mean i i fuck with it heavily it's such a massive fucking album um in terms of like me and my own personal tastes um i wouldn't say there is actually a terrible section in the album it all kind of flows pretty mm-hmm. well um and then you get to the part where fucking old mate's getting stabbed to death with an ice pick. <laughs> oh, fucking Christ. There's some moments of that album that kind of just make, made me kind of... <laughs> Uneasy. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking shit, dude. What an, what an album, honestly. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you've come away with like a huge positive outlook on it because, uh, you know, you don't listen to a whole lot of death. I'm getting into it now. So I was like, uh, we'll see how this goes. Because I thought the vocals were going to be like a huge turn. Like, no, nope, this is fucking shit. And yeah, that you are. got nine or ten plays through it. Honestly, is mind blowing for me. So, oh well, how do you think I fucking feel? <laughs> I wasn't going to let it get to double digits, but <laughs> <laughs> that's um, so good. Highlights for me: um, Hand of Vengeance, Merciless, mm-hmm. Beat to Dust, yeah, which is my personal favorite. <laughs> And um, Grave Digger with like all four of those songs just yeah. so hard. Um, I, I, what, what, what would you pick for best songs? I suppose we could call them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite because when I go to it, I just put the whole thing on. Yeah. Than playing one in, I, I, I like them all really. Well, um, I mean, I played the whole album, but I've played it nine times and I'm kind of sitting there <laughs> like the track list going, oh, this song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think the one, yeah, I love all of them really. Cryptovice and Arctic Stranglehold are sick too. The riffs yeah. are so good. Fuck yeah. What would you rate it? Um, I'm going to give it a good four and a half. I fucking love this record. I gave it a four too. Wow. I gave it a four as well. Yeah, I'm pretty almost certain that this is going to come up for me at the end of the year as well. Yeah, like see, I have look, really I'm, good vibes with this. I'm I'm stoked for you on that. I don't think I'm playing this album ever again, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I didn't expect that. I think I think I played it to death. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of just like sitting on a fucking puddle in my fucking floor, <laughs> just chilling, bro. Sitting <laughs> almost in a uh, a stinking cesspool. <sighs> I think that's Get a, a good transition. But this liquid pussy. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good segue. I think we can kind yeah. of slip in. Yeah, we'll go with segue. that. Um, so ingested have 
re-released a remix and remaster of their very first release, uh, Stinking Cesspool of Liquefied Human Remnants. So let's dive into the cesspool. It's great. It's warm and there's body parts to play with. <laughs> so it was actually deleted um, before the release of their very first album. Yeah, you were saying that. Um, I wonder why they did that. Uh, this was released by them. So I don't, I'm not sure if it was they signed. Oh. And then, because the, these tracks, I'm pretty sure, were on the first released anyway. Okay. Um, their debut album was Surpassing the Boundaries of Human Suffering. I think this is the way a remix and remaster should sound. Like it was modernized without it sounding like it was being played by a computer the whole time. Yep. I, I'm not sure if I prefer this or the original though. Because did I send you the original, the YouTube link? Um, I found, I found it on found YouTube. It anyway, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I prefer the original. I mm-hmm. don't like this at all. Okay. Um, I mean, it, it, in essence, it literally the exact same fucking thing. I mean, and off the rip, exactly like how it mm-hmm. came out originally. It's, it's a fucking pummeling wall of sound. And, you know, these, these boys make you, like, believe off the fucking rip. They don't even scream a single vocal and you are fucking putrid. You're nothing. You're fucking disgusting. And you deserve to be fucking butchered, just dissolved into fucking nothing. But that's, that's kind of where it all just stops for me. Because no matter how much remastering and remixing they do to make it sound newer and fresher it still sounds so fucking dated mm-hmm. from, from the way that guitars sound or are played, I suppose. Sound played, it's all the same fucking thing, realistically. And even the drum passages too. I would much rather listen to things that came after this or well, technically okay, yeah, before this one, but then after this one. Um, I was, I'm, yeah, not very happy with this. I still would have, pref- I still think they should have re-recorded instead of remixing and remastering. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, fuck, other bands are doing the same thing with the same amount of songs and re- actually physically re-recording. I don't, like, these guys easily could have done this, that, while they were doing the new album. They had they would have had this in the pipeline ready to fucking go. They should have re-recorded it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, so I'm just going to give my score now. It's a fucking one, and a, one out of five. <laughs> Um, the the highlight being um, Copromesis yeah. or whatever the fuck that is. Um, very fucking good song, li- both lyrically and musically. I don't really have anything else to say about this that's going to be any good. So I'm just going to say one out of five and let you talk. I don't have much else to say, but one of the questions I was posed when talking about this album in a group was, what other albums would you see have a remaster remix sort of thing? Or even re-recording? The first one that jumped out to me was um, Count Your Blessings by Bring Me the Horizon because of how beefy Pray for Plague sounded when they played it at Wembley. Obviously, Ollie couldn't redo his vocals now, probably. Oh, no, he can do it. He proved he can do it. Go back and yeah. listen to Survival Horror. He can do it. He's just So that's probably the first one that jumps to me. I, I'm back. The thing is as well, like I enjoy that stuff, like that early, early deathcore for how it sounds as well. 
Yeah. No, I want to go back to, I love how just raw it is, but yeah, just how mean sounding Pray for Plagues was at Wembley was the thing that just stands out to me. I do totally agree with that. Um, Seeing as how you actually brought that question up, I would actually pitch it to Between the Buried and Me to Mm re-record their debut. I I still go back and listen to that um, from time to time. And I think it still holds up. I like it a lot, but that's because it's more, obviously, when they started out. So they were more of the progressive mm-hmm. sort of deathcore version of Between the Buried and Me. Not deathcore, but like death metal version uh, of Between the Buried and Me before they kind of got really like science fiction-y and weird and whatever else. Not that it's a bad thing, but I would like them to re-record that first yeah. album. I, yeah, I, I fuck with it still so much. Um, yeah, cool. And if if I know it's not, they're not going to re- come back to re-record um, calculating infinity. <laughs> but even a, even a remaster would be fine mm-hmm. for me because um, even again that still holds up today. Yeah, exactly. If they, if they can kind of put a new coat of paint on it, um, oh fuck, that that'd probably be fantastic. I'd probably rate that. Yeah, cool. Um, I didn't really want to rate this or anything. Like, it's it's a remix and remaster. It's like, not like it's brand new music. Mm-hmm. That's so, fair. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I haven't played it a whole lot since. I don't often go out of my way to play Slam. Yeah, I have to be in a mood no, to have Slam. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. And see, I I started getting into it a bit more and more. So like, I'm I'm happy to listen to it. And just, yeah, this is just not it. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to go back and listen to like their album from last year, which was just phenomenal. Oh that album God. was so fucking good. I can't believe I missed it. Mm-hmm. Can't believe it. So good. Fuck my entire and the life. Features. <laughs> um, so that was Stinking Cesspool of Liquefied Human Remnants by Ingested. So next up, we have a question that I posed to you earlier this week, earlier last week. Um, I wanted to talk about our favorite releases from 2019. Mm. because it's been a year since we've essentially compiled our list and sent it to each other before the pod. And I know I've found a couple of releases since then. You've probably had the same. And just to have it out on here as well, so you guys can at least hear as well and kind of know where we were at for that year. Yep. Um, Did you just want to run through it 10 to 1 each or go back and forth? Because I don't think we were planning on saying too much about them, but just more so listing them off. Um. Yeah, um, I want to start with an honourable mention. Um, yeah, my, my, my number 11, because um, it was pretty tough to, I mean, uh, since going back and revising um, 2019, um, I mean, my, my, my list here is completely different to the one I sent you back back when. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was going to scroll back and like look for them, but then I remembered like I've changed phone twice, so I don't have the messages anymore. <laughs> yeah, my messages delete after 30 days anyway, nah. so... <laughs> um, so I'll start with my number 11 and it was bound in fears, the hand of violence. Mm-hmm. Um, so fucking tough to leave that out, especially considering, cause I mean, I put flume at 10. Okay. Um, but I've, I've fucked with that mixtape so hard. So it's whatever. Um, nine counterparts, nothing left to love, uh, void of vision, hyper days, number eight, uh, infinite annihilator, the battle of Yeldabaoth, uh, seven, uh, number six, sleeping with sirens, how it feels to be lost. Okay. Uh, 
five diamond construct diamond construct one of the greatest sophomore albums ever mm-hmm. uh james blake's assumed form at number four um grave mind conduit three periphery hail stan number two and uh acacia strains it comes in waves at number one nice yeah big list yeah that sleeping with sirens album fucks and if you haven't heard it you fucked up yeah so i've got four honorable mentions and my number 10's a tie for just for the sake of us doing 10 sort of thing so my honorable mentions were Warforged with i Bring Me the Horizon with Ammo, Grave Mine and Diamond Construct. Mm-hmm. So tied for 10 place, I avoid a vision, hyper days, and bought a new eternal isolation. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Whitechapel the Valley. Eight, mm-hmm. fit for an autopsy, sea of tragic beasts, blink on eight, two, nine. Infant Annihilator, the boy. <laughs> and at number five, we have Left Behind, No One Goes to Heaven, one I've found only more recently. And it's a huge step up in their sound as well, I found. Um, four, we have Absolute by Kubla Khan. A fucking belter. Number yeah. three, Knocked Loose, A Different Shade of Blue. I know we kind of have different opinions on this album. Yeah. Um, I fucking love it. Number two, Periphery, P4. And number one, an album that flew into my most listened to last year when I found it is uh, Here's Legend with White Bat. Fucking you love that record. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that record. I think it ended up with like over 200 and something plays. And I found it with like three months left of 2020. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's so awesome. Tasty. I, respect the, I respect the fuck out of that. I really <laughs> do. But yes. that, that band is, to, is so far up your alley. It hurts. Mm-hmm. As soon as I put it on, I was like, damn, dude. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like they found about Bailey and made a band for him. Southern style Nickelback, bro. Yeah. That's what I think of when I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, bro. Oh. Yeah, so there was some of our favorite releases from 2019, which was a um, huge year in music. Um, since we're on the topic of um, revisions and top tens, um, I already want to revise my top ten. <laughs> For 2020, and I'm going to do it right here, right now. Okay, I haven't changed mine. I it would have changed, but I just haven't been bothered yet. Yeah, that's fine. Just know that Loathe is in my top five now because I somehow forgot it. (laughs) Hey, fine by me. So, um, from 10 to one, I had clipping visions of bodies being burned, logic, no pressure, um, alpha wolf, a quiet place to die, neck deep, all distortions are intentional, code orange underneath. Joji Nectar at number five. Mm-hmm. Um, Loathe, I let it in and it took everything. Deftones, Ohms, Make Them Suffer, How to Survive a Funeral, and Enter Shikari's Nothing is True and Everything is Possible. Um, now, from 10 to 1 in the revised list, Logic, No Pressure, number 10. Alpha Wolf, A Quiet Place to Die. Neck Deep, All Distortions Are Intentional. Code Orange, Underneath. Make them suffer. How to survive? Wow. Deftones owns. Enter Shikari. Nothing is true, and everything is possible. At number three, I've got clipping visions of bodies. Wow. At two, I've got Joji with nectar. Yes. <laughs> and at one, I've got Loathe with I let it in. Yeah. Took everything. Um, Banging records. 
I've actually said um, to you um, earlier in the couple last couple of days or whatever the fuck. I think it was um, literally yesterday. Yeah, it was actually yesterday. <laughs> I did the biggest fucking swan dive into Lode's latest album um, in terms of like guitar tones. Why the fuck? Literally they everything went, to do with the album. Honest to Christ, like why they went through the process that they did, why they're still using baritone guitars, like uh the 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 reasoning behind lyrics and the 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 process the recording process itself i did a fucking huge dive i've not been able to stop listening to this album since i thought about revising last year so yeah i I, i'm it's something special uh, i it's fucking incredible but i i still don't understand the deftones comparison really I don't understand. Not in like it. the melodic choruses. Yeah, I still don't get it. Because okay. what? Think about this, right? Sure, yes, melodic choruses, whatever. What other fucking band in the genre doesn't try to have melodic choruses? What doesn't make sense is how fucking balls to the wall aggressive load is compared to Deftones. Mm-hmm. Deftones have never exactly been like that, and a bit more humorous in that sense. And not so serious lyrically sometimes, whereas Loathe are self like deprecating mm-hmm. and they fucking make everything hurt, you know? Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I feel like that's that's the main difference between Loathe and Death Tones. And uh, I mean, fucking guitar tones too (laughs) like jesus christ once they stop using baritones and start going to something else and have to go drop tune some more holy fuck (laughs) gonna be gonna be a bad bad band then man holy damn um the fact they haven't already taken over the world by storm is just fucked but sooner rather than later it'll happen oh it's gonna happen without a doubt has to um, but I think um, just to try and keep moving forward, I was, I'll be stuck on that fucking album for ages. Let's 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 talk about Gate Creeper because I mm-hmm. want to know what you think about this one. So yeah, Gate Creeper dropped a very surprise. I think we got everyone got twelve hours noticed, and that was it. But even that didn't make it out very far. People were like, "Oh shit, they've dropped something." When it happened, and they gave us an unexpected reality. So. My first impressions was <laughs> it feels more like a mixtape than anything. They've just smashed a heap of ideas down and put it out like, hey, have this. Yeah. Um, I then did a little bit of research in that. And um, what they said was it was largely inspired by the format of Black, Fa- Black Flags, My War, um, in that there's a distinct A and B side, fast side, slow slide. Oh, gee whiz. You're on a roll. I'm going to open my mouth more and talk like this. Ah. Articulation. Yes. Something that Frozen Soul does very well. <laughs> so they also said that this is not their next full length. Um, yeah, it's literally it take it as what it is. Um, so. Excluding the last track, everything is under a minute and 13 seconds. Yeah, it's and um grindy. It's like they got the base for a song, and instead of like working with it and developing it into something more, they were like, "Fuck it, put that down." Um, 
there's you know their special death metal sound there's a bit of black little bits of grind in there as well i think the biggest thing for me was the 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 last track emptiness a yep. swirling rage of black and death it really encapsulates the album artwork i feel um it's got a doomy yes. intro and then closes with that epic black section um i love that song it i think that song will end up in my songs of the year it's yeah, so epic it's i think already- it's like 11 minutes something yeah, like 11 and a half minutes. Yeah. It's already in my best of 2021 playlist. Yeah, that song is amazing. It's, yeah, it's like the first song that got added. <laughs> I did not give a fuck. Um, it's, a, it's just a shame that that's like the only good song. And I can't even really call the other things songs. And like, yeah. it's, it, it's pretty great, to be honest. Like, it's, it's short, it's sweet, straight to I the fucking I think it's like 25 point. minutes or something, 20 minutes? 18 yeah, well, there you go. 18 minutes. Like, the last song is literally more than half of the fucking length of, yep. the, of whatever the fuck this is. And not that, again, not there's anything wrong with it because it is physically, like, the, the best fucking thing about this release, but it just makes me feel like they could have just released Emptiness on its own. Yeah, and then just saved or these even, for the next release or whatever, or just turn some of them into an like, EP. Or even just fucking smash all of those, like the first seven songs into one song at the same length as like what maybe Emptiness mm-hmm. was going to be. I feel like that would have made more sense, um, especially having Emptiness at the end of it. Because Emptiness goes maybe five, five different passages. Yeah. And there's like seven other songs. I'm, I sat there and thought, well, why wouldn't you just done that as well? Because there's distinct breaks mm-hmm. in both the first seven songs and then emptiness. You can tell where those sections are going to yeah. change and where they have changed. So why they didn't do that, I don't know. But they're obviously just like, well, fuck it. Just have it, yeah. <laughs> like I feel like... Just, just fucking put out. Having all the shorter songs loses a little bit of replay value for me. Yes. Because it, all just, it just blends feel- into one thing for me. So apart from yeah. emptiness, the rest is just one thing for me. And it's like, I can't go back and pick this one or that one. So. Yeah. Which exactly my point, as yeah. I was saying, like, why wouldn't I smash those seven songs together and then make like what, make it like a six, seven minute song. I would have preferred that over the way that they seven, did that. One I suppose, songs, yeah. suppose it makes sense if they wanted to make money, like money off it because mm-hmm. of streaming and shit. Cause you don't, yeah. That, that makes more sense, but why have emptiness on the fucking album if that was the case? Like, I I don't understand what the fuck they were doing there, but at the end of the day, emptiness is sick, and um, I, yeah, I, I really just love its mix of so, so many, many things, different yeah. fucking genre, like sub-genres of metal. Like it's got doom, it's got fucking sludge, there's fucking death, there's fucking... Like, there was another segment in there that kind of just made me think like, is this fucking like stoner? Yeah. Like, they do so many different things with that fucking track. It's, it's phenomenal. I can't like not mm-hmm. sing praise about that song. Um, and, I, and it's a bit hardcore too. Yeah. They've I definitely would, got that sort of hardcore approach to their death metal. I would say that the first seven pieces of shit, uh, more hardcore than the last yeah. track. I think it definitely lends itself more to progressive and doom than it does anything else. Yeah, but... definitely a lot more to their first release as well, rather than um their 2019 album. I think it was yeah. 2019. That was a sick album too. 
Um, so final thoughts. I thought, yeah, it's cool. It was cool to just a surprise drop it to us. Hopefully we get a bit more of that this year as well, you know, with bands being stuck in lockdown. Hopefully they're just able to do this now. Yep. Um, and seeing how well, like, it comes in waves did and this. More labels just let bands do whatever now. Yeah. Emptiness is sick. The rest is cool. And I'm hoping that because they said this isn't their next full length, we get either something at the end of this year or the start of next year. Because it'd be two years this year since the last release. So yeah, Gate Creeper, an unexpected reality. And your final thoughts? Um, there's not a lot here that makes me want to like suggest this to anyone besides emptiness. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it. I wanted to kind of give it a two, or it's like a two and a half. But I don't think emptiness is that good to really like give the album all of that a extra bit more, yeah. numbers. So I'm actually going to give it a one and a half. Okay. Because it's so disappointing that they just, I, I don't understand what they were doing with that. Like if, if, it, if you separate emptiness, emptiness is like a four star track, but because it sits at the fucking end of what almost ends up being such a waste of time. It's just a one and a half. It's just, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't understand it. I well, yeah, maybe it. just like me turning into a small little boomer or something. I don't know. <laughs> You're not a I'm boomer fucking... until you have um, "Book of Souls" by Iron Maiden. Your favorite album from I'm 2015. I'm already going fucking great. Give me three years. <laughs> <laughs> but since no, nah. the start of the year, we've had a few singles as well. Yeah, dude. Oh, fuck. is there any way so you many... wanted to start? I, I want to get Darko out of the way because mm-hmm. this song this song has been on fucking repeat, on repeat. Yeah, I just I went and watched the video before this. as well. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, it sucked so hard watching that for the first time. Like I fucking sitting outside, tears coming out uh, fucking eyes. Like, like the first thing I written was pretty much was this is what Constance should have been. <laughs> Yeah, put that in fucking shit post. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck oh. Right. <laughs> oh, don't tempt me with a good time. I'm if you're not gonna do it, I will. Fuck you. I never thought I would want to hear Tom Barber sing on a song. Mm. Like who would have thought? Ex Mona Shaw current be. Chelsea Grin. Never I want to hear Tom Barber it. sing. Oh, I, I wonder what Tom Barber would sound like if he just stopped screaming and just went, oh. And you know what? I fucking love it. Fucking <laughs> he sounds great. I, I, I want at least granted, two tracks like this on the next Darko release. Granted that um, there's what, like three, maybe four lines of actual clean vocals mm-hmm. um, throughout the whole song, but... Um, even those three or four lines kind of give us a taste of where Tom is at creatively. Mm-hmm. Um, again, there is there is nothing wrong with that, and there is everything to love about it too, because it shows that he's willing to expand his horizon, and it shows that he's willing to do it with other things instead of Chelsea. Green, yeah, I was about to say it's good that he's so, doing it here and not with Chelsea Grin. So happy, it makes me so fucking happy, dude. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, this is such a fucking gut wrenching track. 
Oh, yeah. And it's not um, something I would have come to expect from Darko as well. Yeah, it's especially after the, like, the more recent releases mm-hmm. and especially um, Tom's uh, lyrical output too. It's got, I think, more recently it started getting a little bit more political and, yeah. um, you know, save the planet E. But I think he was kind of like waiting for a moment to do that with Chelsea Grin because I think maybe they were still kind of like in the process of getting shit done and trying to transition themselves into the new area yeah yeah so maybe now um they can start chelsea green that is can start um experimenting with more heavy shit and then on top of that with lyrics that barber is obviously equipped to Mm -hmm. um and just going back to the to um donna is the name of the Darko track. Uh, actually written for Josh's um, grandma who passed away in 2019. Um, there is an Instagram post that Bob, Tom Bubba put up um, explaining how the song came about. Um, I recommend going and reading the post. It's not very long, but um, it shows that Tom can fucking pretty much do anything if you need convincing. <laughs> um yeah, this 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 track's fucking phenomenal. I can't wait for more dark. I want to can't wait for more cleaned pump. Yeah, hundred percent with you there. Go if go watch the video as well if you haven't as well. Oh, uh, you have to watch the video. I, I think if you're gonna listen to a song, you have to watch the video first. Watch it with the video first, and then you can listen to it mm-hmm. as like a Spotify it, yeah. thing. Yeah, because that that video clip will put that whole song in a different way. Yeah, hundred percent. Before you even like get to like, I mean, the song's already incredible. Watch it with the video clip, completely different light before mm-hmm. it even happens. Yep. Mwah, chef's kiss. Bringing on Darko Boys. Do you reckon EP this year? Well, it'd be rude not to. Mm. Or they just going to keep be, just it dropping singles. It would be singles. very rude not to. It'd be so rude not to. <laughs> but I don't want to see all of these singles they've released on the on EP. EP and get I like one or two see- new tracks here. Yeah, I want to see like fresh material. I'd be happy if Donna was on the EP, but I'd I'd be pretty pissed if they put like Pretenders on there as well. Yeah, and I did they have another track? As, yeah, there was Pretenders. I can't even remember, but like if they yeah any of these songs besides Donna going onto that fucking EP, nah. I would yes, they had Pale Tongue as well. Yeah, that was the, like, like one of the last things last year. The same with Pretenders. Yeah, and they were both good tracks. It's just, yeah, don't want to hear it on the EP. No, exactly. Um, I also want to get AFI out of the way too. Uh-oh. How fucking boring were those songs? I loved it. Oh, fuck you. I... You sucked this, so hard. The synthy alternative pop rock sound, I lapped it up and I'd be happy for a full album of this. Yeah, I don't know what I expected from them in 2021. <laughs> I don't know what I expected because I like I know AFI, I know what they do, what they're about. I fucking hated like this throwback. Like I hated this more than I hated Attack Attack. Gee whiz. Like this was so fucking boring. And I kind of just, uh, I got halfway through the first song and I can't remember the fucking name of it. Um, got Twisted halfway through the first song. 
yeah, fucking twisted asshole. Um, <laughs> go through that song and just like, nah. Hopefully this next one's better. And like, what escape from Los, Los Angeles, Angeles or was get fucked. Escape to a fucking graveyard that and fucking just bury yourself. All of you, you can get fucked. I I hate it so much. Well then, I'm the complete opposite. I loved it. I thought the drums were sick as well. Like there was so much going on drums wise, and it still didn't take away from like the the song in general. Um, I haven't Mm -hmm. listened to AFI in a few years as well, but they've confirmed they'll be releasing their eleventh album. I think this year, but no news on when to expect it. I thought the synthy stuff was cool. So if anyone knows anything that sounds like this, send it my way, please. I thought it was so much fun. They've it's like they've gone straight back into the DeLorean to the eighties. It it's a fun time. AFI, nice work, boys. Fuck you all. <laughs> you suck so bad. <laughs> all right, so no, probably the um one of the maybe, other songs. Maybe maybe if I put the fucking time into their back catalogue and kind of like readjust myself to what they actually sounded like. It's been years. Oh, yeah. Been... Well, like, I don't think you can put any record of theirs next to each other. Oh, no, I don't think you've ever been able to do that. No. But um, what I mean is, like, like I said like at the beginning of my little tirade, like, I don't know what I expected from them in 2021. Mm. I don't <laughs> know why I expected these songs to be like the greatest comeback songs in the world. Like the system of the down came back with two absolute fucking belters. We had we had fucking Tool come back with one of the most mediocre albums in the world, mm. and even that was still better than these songs here. I don't, I'm just a little bit upset. I think. Well, there you have it. Both sides of the story here. <laughs> maybe we can maybe we could bring this, bring this up again in the future and see if anything's changed. Well, yeah, I want to know whether they're going to stick to this sound for the new release or these are going to be well, standalone. You know, you know what? I hope these songs are standalone because if these <laughs> songs end up on a fucking album, I'm going to be so pissed because I already know that two songs are skipped automatically. Off my ass. There's two songs straight in the bin. Get fucked. <laughs> Yuck. Oh. Uh, uh. Um, but at least we've got way better songs to talk about now. You decide where we go from here because both of these songs are fucking incredible to me, honestly. We'll go to the one that you sent me today. Oh, <laughs> yes. Bound in fear. New bound in fear. Comes out the 12th of March. Um, Cardinal sins the song coming from the Eternal EP. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be am- five tracks long. I am so fucking pumped for this EP. Was kind of hoping it was going to be an album, but I'm glad it's an EP because this kind of gears up a bigger album for next year. There's a huge building block. And mentioning block, drag my head to the motherfucking chopping block. Oh my God, what a fucking line i just had to text it to you in all caps straight away as i heard it i was like oh he didn't dude i was at the fucking beach sweating (laughs) my fucking ass out as soon as you sent that i was like bro i gotta go cool down (laughs) (laughs) 
because I was already like fucking head banging all over the fucking beach, like fucking uh, arms swinging and shit. Like, and then I didn't even get halfway before the, like I had to go like, backtrack and pull lyrics up and I'm like, my jaw yep. dragged. There's the so many language. good lines. Holy fuck, dude. Like if you thought like the hand of violence was brutal <laughs> from top to bottom, this isn't even close to that. Yeah. Like this fucks every, everything in the fucking ass so hard. Like it, it, this, this song goes into fucking primary schools and makes its way through everything. Like it, it does not give a fuck. And like They're right the- after the chopping block line, you get hit with know what you are. You're just a fuck. Uh, you're just a waste of fucking life. Dead meat. Your head on a stake is where you'll fucking be. Yeah. Dude, one of nasty. This has got to be be one of the most aggressive Mm -hmm. fucking songs I've ever heard. Unique leader. I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your signings, but Jesus Christ. Rushing it. The amount of fucking Mm -hmm. talent that they are bringing forward is just incredible. Like, just following their Instagram page as well. Oh, my God. Dude, like, what the fuck? Mm. Oh, I don't really have anything else to say about this song besides what the fuck. <sighs> this, They've this... got this coming out on what, March? Yeah, the 12th. Yep. And they've also got Humanity's Last Breath on the 12th of February. Not to mention the, the other amount of ridiculous bands they've got um yeah dude like i don't know i don't know how what the fuck they're doing like they've got so much good shit coming Mm -hmm. through and i mean this is a this is a huge fucking call huge call but i reckon unique leader are gonna push some of the biggest artists to come out of 2021 facts yeah, I can already see them having a, a few bands in our end of year list, both EPs yep. and albums. Yeah. Maybe label of the year. I think we do that this year. Oh, top five? Top five labels of the year? Yeah. Or even just our favorite label of the year. Unique Leader's got to be up there. I'm fucking like salivating right now just yep. thinking about end of Dude, like this is uh-huh. like the fucking second, third week of January. And I'm I'm already excited for end of year list. Like I was thinking about it today. Oh my god. We haven't bro. even finished a month yet, and I'm already excited. Yeah. It's this is fuck. I can't I can't fucking wait. February, March, April, they're all stacked mm-hmm. to the brim. With fucking new releases and fucking, I actually just can't wait for a day to remember. If we're gonna be honest, yeah, I don't want to hold it up too high just in case. Like oh, I, I imagine the boys are gonna crush it. Like I'm, they're a day to I'm remember. To, I'm about to fucking drown them. <laughs> like I don't I'm, like the, the last couple singles they've released have been fucking dreadful. And I'm just one, like, I can't wait to see what this album actually is Mm because the singles so far 
are so different. Like you have Degenerates and then what Brick Wall was the most mm-hmm. recent one, Mind Reader, which is different to all mm-hmm. three of them. Then what there was, they've released like four, maybe four, five singles and they all sound different. Like they all have different. I'm just waiting to hear this Will Partney track. Yeah, see, I, I'm, I've played that down a lot for myself, especially since, um, I mean, we spoke about this um, yesterday in person. Like, Putney's kind of, um, how do, how do I explain this? Putney's like great, and he does, and he's he's good at what he does, and he's perfect. But we spoke when we spoke about it yesterday. We said like he's kind of like put thy art under a weird blanket. Mm, yeah, I feel like. Can't, I don't know and, if I can apply this to like more of the other bands, but Thy Art's definitely the one that stands out where they're just so stuck at the moment. And we were saying whether it is on Thy Art that they're just kind of okay with this sound well, and repeating okay the same with... album over and over and over. Yeah. I mean, but it's also like they're not really doing anything different with themselves anyway. Yeah. Like they kind of rely on Putney to do the heavy lifting on that album. Mm-hmm. Like I, like we said, like we said the other, like yesterday, they should go back to their roots. They should let Andy record and like do whatever with that album. And they should just take their fucking time with it. They should go back to the fucking hate Holy War yeah. days. Just fucking let it spill. Putney is so fucking all over the place. He, and he's so, I think he's so particular about what he wants bands mm-hmm. to sound like, um, like Knocked Loose, right? Let, let's just take Knocked Loose for the example. Um, Knocked Loose, this fucking fresh hardcore band back in, what, 2016, coming through the fucking ranks, and they got Putney coming in to fucking help out. Putney, at the time, really starting to come into his own as a fucking big-name producer. So that was a massive get for them, but they're a fresh band. So he can sculpt them however mm-hmm. the fuck he wants. And then personally for me, I didn't particularly think, you know, a different shade of blue was all that great. And that was mostly because it was just more of the same, but it was a little bit darker. But that's why so I loved it. So I'm going to put, I will put that blame on Putney purely because he's, he's already sculpted them how he wants them to sound. So if they bring him in again for the third album, it, I, I personally believe it's just going to be more of the fucking same. Putney, I think Putney needs to actually legitimately let these guys have their creative control. He needs to let them spread their fucking wings. And he needs to just be the producer that says, hey, I think you could do that better. Like he used to do before he got this fucking ego about him, you know? But he also would have had a huge hand in Laugh Tracks. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's what I was saying. That's mm. what I mean. Like, he, he fresh band. He can sculpt them however he wants. Like, he would have he would have said, them, you know, do this, do that. I think you can do better on this. And then they would have been like, oh, okay. And then they're already falling into Putney's sound. Come different shade of blue. Doesn't have to do a whole lot. All he's got to do is say, do this, do that. And they're already doing it the way that he wants. He's got to just let them go. And Thy Art has to just let Putney go. <laughs> 
Yeah. I think that I think that's the way that thy art evolves, and I think that's the way that Putney lets other bands evolve, as if he just takes the fucking back seat that he's supposed to and just goes, okay. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I'm 100% with that on thy art, whereas I thought Knock Loose was a huge step up in songwriting and everything else in general. Like some of, I think my favorite Knock Loose tracks are from that record. Yeah, I feel it. I just don't see it. Yeah. No, but 100% agree there with thy art. Thy art, and you just need to go elsewhere. Go back to the hate, holy war. You know what they need to fucking do? need to pull that box out of their fucking asses and do an adversary tour. <laughs> they need to do it. Because it's not it's not like it was tied to the first vocalist. It was CJ's first fucking album. They're Wouldn't probably doing the that? same thing. Do the make them suffer, do. And look at streaming numbers. Because make them suffer, I say, like everything off the first record like doesn't pull the same numbers, not even close to what their newer stuff does. And that's why they don't play it. So they are probably look at the same. A lot of their newer fans, you look at like the younger kids that mostly listen to other stuff and they are be the heaviest thing they listen to. You know what they said about why they don't play like Horta or Chainsaw or anything from the adversary? It's because they, they're not self, they, it's because they don't fucking like, they don't hate women and it's, they don't, they don't fucking think like that anymore. And it's this, that, and the other. Like they, they literally just shit canned that album. Got nothing to do with streaming. It's got nothing to do with the numbers it's pulling. It's because they just don't want to play it. it they physically do not want to play it. I remember being at Noosa, um, and when we are, the crowd is literally chanting, chainsaw, 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 and CJ's like, shut the fuck up. We're not fucking playing that shit. Fucking, like, do I look like some fucking fat old fucking faggot fucking piece of fucking shit? Like, I'm not going to fucking sit here and fucking jump into the crowd and start fucking beating the fuck out of fucking women. Like, I'm not that fucking guy. We are not that fucking band anymore. If you want to hear Horde with Chainsaw, put the fuck in your car and fuck off. And on your way home, listen to that whole EP. And then while you're at it, chuck anything else in that's before hate because it's not happening. CJ fucking shit can that album and the fucking the first EP, the Infinite Death and say, Adversary. Yeah, I was going to say the first oh, EP sounds more like that than Adversary. Yeah, but that he's fully shit can the Adversary at the same time, word for word. Mm. They will not do it. And I don't know why they won't. It's CJ's first album, fucking Christ. Probably, I, I would argue it's nearly one of their better albums too, to be honest. Yeah, I, I fuck with that. I think it'd be my so third, heavy. third favorite. Yeah, it's my second. Hate, um, yeah, hate first. Adversary, and then um, very reluctantly, Holy War. But yeah, probably I've chuck Holy Infinite War second. Death. I'd chuck. I'd probably maybe chuck Infinite Death above Holy War. But in the sake of it being just albums, Holy War at three. And then I kind of list the other ones because they just suck. Mm. Um, but. I want to quickly um, bring up Brand of Sacrifice with you. The Demon King, Kyle. We're not ready for this. Something else. He's something else. eh? No one's ready for the Brand of Sacrifice album. 
When does is that out in March too? I'm about to pull it or, up. Or is that February? I think it's March. Yeah, it's fifth of March. So this comes out, and then a week later, it's bound in fear. Oh shit! Yeah, fifth oh. of March. Fifth of March, and then it's fucking oh bound in fear. <laughs> oh, oh, dude. Everyone's gonna have to go get like restraining jackets and that. Oh no. Oh. That week's gonna be massive. Bro, I'm I'm gonna need to like mentally prepare myself for this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna have to do like a full two months of like stretches and <laughs> everything. This get a neck brace. The fucking mental preparation for this is going to be insane. Um, however, though, I mean, um, how do you feel about Lifeblood compared to Demon King? Just first off. I don't know. I think I prefer Lifeblood. I, for some reason, I didn't go back to Demon King as much as I thought I would have. Like, it's a huge track. Don't get me wrong. I like it. But for some reason, I just didn't go back to it as much. Whereas this, I've played okay. a couple more times. Interesting. Yeah. Why, why do you think that is? What's, is there something better about Lifeblood that I'm, I'm, I'm missing? I'm not completely sure, hey. It's just for some reason I've gravitated to this one more. Because, like, there's nothing Demon wrong. King's fucking huge. Um, hang on one second. My fucking internet's playing up. Why is this happening? Because you keep, you keep lagging. Oh, really? Well, anyways, I, th- I think I think it's I think it's more on I think it's more on my end, so I'm I apologize for that. No, that's cool. Um, I think it's going to be a safe bet to say that we'll both be talking about this album come the end of the year as well. Yes, I'd put money yeah. on that. Um, I um see. I don't know how I feel particularly about um lifeblood. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I'm, I'm the opposite to you. I kind of kind of find myself going back more to Demon King than Lifeblood. Yeah. It didn't. Lifeblood didn't have that hook for me. I might I might not have pl- put enough time into this song than I that I did Demon King. I might put it on once we're finished here. Yeah, and, I'm gonna do the same and put them both on. And kind of and I can see how I feel about it. But like, it's not not a bad song. It's just like it wasn't at the same level as Demon King for me in terms of like pure out-and-out aggression, mm-hmm. which is what I was expecting. And then I kind of didn't get it. I was like, oh, well, that was fucked. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm so fucking pumped for this. Uh, I think this is going to be the year where, like, beat down and fucking yeah. this brutal style of, like, deathcore comes into its own. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be the year that, like... I want. I don't want to be one of those guys that was like, "My genre of music's gonna be this popular this year." <laughs> Look at how much it grows. We do so good. I'm so proud of you, man. You did good. But I'm gonna do it. This is the year for beatdown. This is the year for yeah. my fucking genre. It's gonna be so 
fucking happy. When and I was, I've been thinking like that, just straight up traditional de- deathcore has been getting stale for the last couple of years. Like I've been getting so bored. But this, like this black tongue, uh, that I really enjoyed that pale, pale face record last year. The, this is nasty. Yeah, dude. I um, it's filth. Like the Band of Fear record as well. Oh yeah, that fucking Christ. I'm just so overwhelmed with um things to be excited about. There's just so much. Mm-hmm. And again, we're only in January. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Fucking hell. Mm-hmm. Um before we close out, because I don't know what else you have to I don't know what else we have to um, add really. There was a Volvedania single. Um oh, basically fuck, I all I had that. was slam, slam, oh little bit more slam yeah it's, i love it's the um involved. evil evil laugh at the start of the track that just turns into a gargle though yeah like it's oh. this is volvedinia yeah it, in the it's sense of it, I... yeah <laughs> there's literally nothing else um, i can say really it is it, it is just volvedinia and um i think that's just kind of why this i forgot about it because mm-hmm. um, I've um, I try and listen to a bit of Volvadinia as much as possible, um, because I do like them, but they do. I think it's just I think it's just a slam thing where they all kind of just sound the same mm-hmm. after each release. So I think that I think that's probably the only issue I have with slam, because some of the slam elitist are so fucking picky as well. Like some of them argue all the time that Volvadinia aren't even a slam band. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you see much in that slam worldwide group on Facebook, but that's all the time. Volvadinia aren't even real slam. All the time. Mm -hmm. It's what, it's almost as bad as the fucking um, deathcore metalcore page. But I think that's why slam just stays so repetitive with each release, like you were saying as well, though, because it's like they've almost got a distinct box of what slam is, and you take one little pinky and put it outside, you're not slam anymore, bro. You're not slam enough for me. Yeah. You're yeah, cancelled, bro. Band, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, bro. What you was played that a breakdown, breakdown, bro? Nah, you're deathcore. What was that? Is that a solo? Thrash band. <laughs> Power band. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what that comes down to the most. So, yeah. Slam, slam. Sometimes sometimes I fucking hate our, like, scene, Mm -hmm. you know. Sometimes the metal... It's so toxic. And, and like, it's what what for, you know what I mean? Like, that's Mm -hmm. probably the reason why it doesn't get any bigger. (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. That's 100% what it is. Like, oh, why is metal not popular energy. anymore? Whoa, metal's so much better than everything else. Oh no, you can't listen to metal. You like, you like pop music too. You can't, you can't have sit with us. <laughs> go, go take your oh, breakdowns oh, into what, the death call page, bro. Oh, what, bro? You thought Charlie XCX had a good song? Nah, G, not allowed here, eh? <laughs> better luck next week. 
<laughs> Come back with some more brutal oh, slamming sorry, death metal shirts. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's it though, because it's like the same people are saying, why is it not big like it used to be? Are the same ones that gatekeep and do dumb shit like that? Yeah, I fucking uh, I don't I don't understand gatekeeping. I don't understand why people do it. But mm. you know, at the end of the fucking day, I don't gatekeep. So <laughs> yeah, listen to what you want. It may not be what I listen to, but whatever. Who cares? I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, know you if you're if it's shit, and <laughs> recommend maybe a couple of good bands. But <laughs> I'm not going to gatekeep you from these good bands because you listen to those shit bands. Oh, 100%. 100%. What's the fucking point? You know? What's the fucking point? Um, Do, I mean, I feel like we've got a little bit of time. Do you want to do do album swap or do you want to save it for next week? Yeah, we can do it. I haven't got a whole lot written yet though because I thought we were going to do it next week and finish it off then, but... That's cool. It's fucking sick. So I'm going to pull it up now. Where is it? Oh. So you gave me Uneven Structure and their album, Fabrus. Yeah, they're French. I don't even know. Fabrus. It came out in 2011. So a band I've never heard of. But it fucking, it gents. Very hard. It it gents. (laughs) So they they when I found um, uneven structure, it may have been it was around the time I kind of got around sugar and like mm. the gent movement. I think that was maybe around 2011, 2012. Oh yeah, well that's when this album was out. Because um, that's when I found um, P two, which is how I found Periphery, which is how yeah. I found um, everything else. Um, and these guys kind of kind of like stuck with me because they had that. Um, Oh, the atmosphere around some of the things yeah. that they do with the album, like it's it's phenomenal. And I really didn't like it kind of threw me for a fucking loop, the the clean vocals and stuff, mm-hmm. especially back then. And I had never heard like guitar passages like this. So like this album really stuck with me. Um I would argue it's their best album still. And um, a shame that they don't have like the deluxe version with that extra disc of ambient tracks because that shit used to help me go to sleep. Yeah, you told me about that. So are they still making music now? Yes, they okay. are. They, they had an album in 2019. Yeah. Because um, even in like Genship Posting, I've never seen this band come up. Yeah, I think they're kind of like a smaller type band. On the radar. I, yeah, I think people sleep on them, but I was just as I was about to try and say, I'd like the, I don't really like the latest album. I think they've kind of like they've evolved their sound, <laughs> and I'm I'm not about it. I would kind of stick with like this album and maybe eight. I think it is eight is a fucking belter of an EP. I'd go I'd go and listen to that because I think that yeah. one came before um this their debut. And it was, I think it was just remixed or remastered or something to come out after. So go and listen to Eight after this. But um, tell me Eight more. was after, yeah, 2013. So two years yeah, later. Yeah, but only the, only the remastered version because I think that actually came out in 2009 or 2008. Okay. Yeah, well, I've got it there. Yeah, it's 2013. 
So that must be the remix. Yeah, it will be. It doesn't, yeah, doesn't have the exists. original. Yeah, only one that exists. Yeah, similar artist, Viljada, Sky Harbor, Humanity's Last Breath. You, you're sold on that, aren't you? Yep. Um, I thought um, Hail, the track Hail, the palm mute section was sick. That was <laughs> so tough. I know the one you're fucking talking yeah. about. That was like the, the biggest thing that stood out to me in this record was just that section. First thing I wrote in my notes about it. Yeah, it was like, yeah, for a band I've never heard of, it was sick. Like, And from the start, you can kind of tell what it's going to be, but yeah. it doesn't bore you. It doesn't lose anything along the way. There's a reason like that their top two songs are still from this album and it's 10 years old now. Yep. So if you are into that sort of genty, atmospheric, progressive sort of stuff, go chuck it on. Feburus uneven structure like yeah I'm glad you sent me this I'm gonna go chuck on eight after this well after I go through those brand of sacrifice songs again like- I think I would like maybe compare this album to early contortionist yeah um probably got except, a bit weird yeah except with maybe a bit of an accent oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we- the only the only way to describe it because Early contortionist kind of had this sort of atmosphere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because this is still really heavy too. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it still holds up. Like I am, yeah, what a fucking great album. I've got to go back to that now. Yeah, no, this is cool. I've jammed it a couple of times since. And like, it wasn't one of those things I was like, oh, okay. Like I get it. I'll give it another listen. And then I'm like kind of in, like I was in from the start. Yeah, and it, like looking at it as well, it wasn't. I wasn't expecting that either. Like for it to just fucking gent so hard. Yeah, it's kind of incredible how like it. it pers- I like, honestly, think I didn't does- hear these tones back then. Like I, around this time, I wasn't listening to anything like this. I didn't even know this existed. Yep. Mate, like, well, oh. welcome to my world, baby. Uh, <laughs> I was probably yeah. fucking still listening to Ask Alexandria then. You were and Nickelback. Fuck, still listen to Nickelback, and everyone you can fuck. fight me. You're such a cunt. <laughs> Don't be such a <laughs> cunt. Oh fuck. Oh well, I'm so sorry. Look, how did how explain to me what the what what's the go with the with the agony scene? How did you find this? What's the go with this? Um, I found this one. A little while ago now, but what drew me into it so much was that early metalcore sound, like Trivium, Kill Switch, that era of metalcore, mm-hmm. is what just stuck me in. And the the highs, the his vocals, screamed vocals are just so good. I think, and the double kick sounds amazing. So okay. that's what kind of just stuck with me. That sort of earlier metalcore sound. Okay. So it's the darkest red by agony scene. Yeah. And originally I was either going to give you, was it, which bring me the horizon? Was it suicide season or there is a hell? Was it, there is a hell. You're going to make me pick between asking Alexandria's stand up and scream. Yeah. Or um, there is a hell by um, between the horizon. horizon. And I went, uh, well, well, I wasn't even going to tell you what they were. I was just going to make you pick. 
Like I was like yeah, one or two. Pick a number between one and two. Right. <laughs> I want to know what I'm picking first. <laughs> I want to know what it is. Um, yeah, look, I, I I wish I went with like asking Alexandria or something. Yeah. Um, this was this was such a slog of a fucking list, and it was so uninteresting for most of its runtime. And it was such a shame too because so many songs started off so fucking well, and they had so many good sections, but then they just break the fuck into nothing. Down. Yeah. And it kind of like, I don't know like where the songs go half the time. Like, um, th- there were so many times where I just go, "Oh, that riff was sick!" Like, "Oh, those those vocals were sick." That 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 rhythm section was sick. And then it gets to the chorus, and then it just drops, and then they they just went, "Oh fuck! Oh, where'd it go? Oh, oh no, where? Oh." And and it's like that for, through the whole fucking album, and it and it hurts and it sucks because like you, I I, I really enjoyed the that that two thousands mm-hmm. metalcore sound, but I couldn't, I just couldn't bring myself to like, it it it's just not enjoyable, and and I think what really brings that to the forefront of my mind is how many fucking clean singing sections there yeah. are and he sounds like shit <laughs> and i went and listened to newer material and he sounds the fucking same yes you haven't gone to newer I stuff i don't know why he hasn't like gotten singing lessons or why i haven't just changed vocalists or why they're just not not doing what why they just haven't stopped doing cleans like they they are a very like musically talented band i just don't fuck with the vocals at all and i feel like that's what brings a lot of this album down for me yeah i see that like he's he's got such fucking good screams but there's so mm-hmm. many cleans and then yeah the screams are wicked oh they are something else and but to comment, like to to kind of compliment his cleans, there's just so many different weird parts that just don't make sense for me. Um, like, fuck, it really sucks so bad because as soon as I noticed it was like Naughty's metalcore, I was all in. <laughs> and then like, kind of just walked out the door after like track four. I did finish it, um, and I would probably say that like, um. Scars of Your Disease, um, yeah. Possession, Suffer um, were the uh, legitimate only good songs from the album. Everything else was kind of just like... It comes and then it goes. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's definitely not, I feel like, a f- complete body of work. Yeah. But there's so many good parts in there that you can... I can personally hold on to. Like, it's not something I go back to all the time. Yeah. But when someone's in the car that doesn't want to be black tongued <laughs> and I still want something at least somewhat heavy, I'll put this on. Yeah. You know, it's and, not and going it's... to make them want to pull their ears off. Yeah. But Look, I mean, they honest... could just get a better taste in music, but whatever. <laughs> they should get a better taste in music because if you're not listening to black tongue in the car, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> Look, I, I just can't find a whole lot else to like about this album in particular. Like, it, it, it's it's a testament to what metalcore used to be. Yeah. And the sound and 
the wave that was around at the time before architects come to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes me really miss that's like, style. Like yeah, what we especially- always say, just earlier metalcore. And it sounds so stupid because I mean I wasn't listening to this style at the of time, music yeah, or maybe like two thousand eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. But um, once it was beginning but, to fade out, yeah. Like this is like this is a testament to how things used to be. You know, the good old days of heavy metal and mm. metal core. It's funny um, I was saying that because we weren't listening to it then. We would have been like six years old. Exactly, fucking right. Yeah. I guess we're just sick. So educated, so cultured. Oh, no, man. We're just the ghosts. Be more like us. Be exactly like us, except not <laughs> Be like us. Um, look, honestly, it's uh, I'm not going to score it because it's just terrible. Um, I didn't like this at all, um, but, you know, I should have picked Asking Alexandria. So, <laughs> sucks to Yeah, because you did say you wanted something new that you haven't heard. And I was like, oh, well, yeah. maybe we kind of like leave an album like stand up and scream for another episode where we kind of go back and be like, this is something we both listen to a lot. Hey, let's reminisce on metalcore one week. Yeah. Metalcore madness. When there's absolutely nothing. That's when we'll do do this means core. Mm -hmm. This means core. I love it. Dude. (laughs) It's going to be so good. Well, Yeah. yeah. So if you're listening to this, what, Earlier metalcore albums should we listen to? Like, there's going to be stuff that kind of mm-hmm. we listened to earlier on that kind of shaped where we're at now. Some of our just cult fat favorites. So, what were yours and what do you think we need to talk about? Yeah, shit. Because it's going to be a big episode. That is going to be a fucking big episode. Fuck. Because. Jeez, what a massive time of our lives thinking mm-hmm. about that. Asking Alexandria, Amity Affliction. Parkway Drive. Parkway, fucking Confession. Jeez. Arguably, oh, fuck, arguably Acacia Strain, but still Deathcore. Mm, yeah. They really blended st- like the hardcore, the cores together yeah. so well. They and really some did. Doom. Dash of Doom in there. I love Doom Acacia Strain. <laughs> I could talk about that for ages. Maybe but... we just do a full episode on the Acacia Strain one time. <laughs> <laughs> would, would love. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, but yes, I think that's... We can, we'll message each other about album swaps again in the future. Yeah, like, we're kind of, this is just something we kind of want to do. Like if a week's a bit quieter, anything like that. Just something, an album that obviously isn't out now, but we still want to talk about that we think needs talking about. Yeah. And, espe- and especially like throwbacks, like mm. these ones for either of us. Cause like yeah. that uneven structure album was such a vibe. Oh. Man, I feel bad every time we do album swaps. I shit on most of your album swaps. I just wish I gave you or you at least spoke about like Rivers on stream or on recording. Oh. Like Where Alzman My Name is one of the most perfect albums of all time and I go back to it all the time. Like that album is incredible. And if you haven't heard it already, like this is... Ugh. Like, it's so technical. 
but not technical at the same time. Like, oh, that's the that's be- that's beautiful. That's poetry. <sighs> the best way to say it. But they're so good. Just how fast old buddy on the drums is when he fucking rolls into a double kick. Yeah. It just sounds like a machine gun. Yeah. Like it is unbelievably fast and he does it live as well. Like they've got a full video up from like this ridiculous show that was in New York. It was like them. Maybe end was there as well, but yeah. Rivers of Nihil where owls know my name is one incredible. Album. I think we need to talk about that one. We can do it next. I'm happy to talk about that album all day, every day. Mm. Let's just do it next week for the fun I went, of it. I was actually looking at some of their merch today when I ordered that Undeath Long Sleeve, which fucking more boys for shipping than it was for the shirt itself. What is this about? And that was the cheapest shipping option. It was like $28 and I could have paid 50 something dollars. But yeah, I was looking for Rivers stuff today and they had these proper prints of the Owl's artwork. Mm-hmm. as well as the album before, proper prints of them, and they were sold out. I was going to buy them straight away. Yeah, full, like full artwork prints, I think. Like like um, how In Hearts Wave did like the Gaia and the Sky Dancer ones? Yeah, I or think so. Mean, or do you mean like the, the front of the shirt is just like the album? No, I mean like a, a print as in the painting. Oh, oh. Yeah, of the artwork. So the original, the dude who designed the artwork had gone and like painted a few of these and you framed them and put them up on your wall. Oh, oh, I get it. I thought, ah. No, because if they were still there, I would have bought both of them straight away. So it's for that one and Monarchy, which are both beautiful pieces of art. And looking at it now, I didn't realize, but old mate on ours, there's fucking birds in his hair, mate. His hair is dead birds. You fucking want one? Yeah. Maybe pull up like an actual photo of it rather than go to the album. But the whole story about it was him being the last man alive on earth and like having to watch everything die around him and be the last one left in like, yeah, he's just become eternal. Like for some reason. Damn dude. That's it. Hey, it fucking is too. Yeah. What the fuck? Until I was looking at the print. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Like yeah, because I was I would have put, bought them straight away and put them on the wall in my room, like where the computer is and that. Damn man, that's actually and like I've looked everywhere for like them reselling as well, and you you can't get them anymore. I would not be reselling that. You can get fucked. So I think I'm gonna <laughs> have to keep an eye out for when the new album drops and just buy that one straight away. Yep, that's straight up. Because the dude that does the artwork's fucking sick. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I never even noticed that. Thank fuck. <laughs> they fucking brought that up. I'm gonna go looking through all their album art now to see mm-hmm. if there's like that. Jeez. Fork moonlight. Uh, anything you want to add? Not really. I think we're just so ready for what is going to be an incredible year. Like, but we're almost not ready. No, we're not. Like, I'm not sure if you were doing it, but like I was doing it when I realized that we've got like brand of sacrifice and mm. found in fear a week apart from each other. And then think, of, and, and then we've got humanity's last breath two weeks before that. Dude. Fuck. This is going to be incredible. 2021. Yeah, what a man. year. 
Jesus fucking Christ. Um, well, I guess that's us for the for the heavy boys. Um, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. It's been a little while, but I think it almost worked out in our favor because of how much we could just kind of just bathe in. Yeah, it did. Um, but I mean, it also kind of worked out pretty well anyway. Um, I, th- I don't think I could have done this any sooner than now anyway. So I think for all of us, it kind of worked out for mm. the best, really. Which is fantastic. I love that. And now that we've started, can't stop. So <laughs> let's fucking, let's get it, boys. Let's get it. We'll get to, we'll get to 50 sooner rather than later. Just you watch. Yeah. That'll, oh, we'll actually get to 50 this year. That's awesome. Um, but besides that, I've been, I've been, oh shit. I was about to say I've been Bailey. And <laughs> I've been Brody. I haven't Bailey, but he's been Bailey. I'm sure. I actually have been, believe it or not. No, well, this whole time or just recently? Um, I'm not sure, actually. Oh, fuck. At some point in my life, I've become Bailey. Oh, well. That's just a spanner in my fucking works. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, my day's gone down the shitter. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go rethink my entire life. Oh, fuck my entire life. I'm such a dumb cunt. <laughs> but yeah message us comment down below on whatever you see this on what did you think of these releases what do you think of the upcoming releases and what mm. should we talk about for our metalcore players head over to bloody itunes and like us give us yep. give us a nice little comment give us a five starsies write something beautiful tell us what you had for dinner and um, now we are all over the place and quite, like, well, not literally, well, yes, literally, but not physically. So now we've expanded our horizons. We're on more than just um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts. We're now on, we're now on Deezer, iHeartRadio, pretty much everything that has podcasts. Mm-hmm. We are now there. So there's no excuses anymore, guys. Um, give us a listen. Like we've got people from fucking Barcelona and shit. Fucking old mate from Orlando. Shout out to you, brother. Yeah, dude. What's good, son? Um, but uh, I just want to say thank you wherever it is that you're listening. Yeah, it honestly I means the world. <laughs> wherever in the world you are, um, <laughs> you're our world. I know. I know Bailey appreciates it. I know I do. And I mean, we can we can say how much we appreciate it as much as we want. But at the end of the day. You already know that. So um, <laughs> thank you guys for being here. Um, we've been the heavy boys. Enjoy the rest of your fucking week. And, it's the um, first episode of 2021. More to come. So many jams. I hope you're excited as we are. So, so do I. You know, and, and don't be a shit cunt. You know, I just thought about this recently. Don't be a shit cunt. And whoever it is, you know, whoever you are, don't be a shit cunt in your life. Um, we all need good people in our, in mm-hmm. our lives. And, um unfortunately i mean 2020 was such a bad year not just for like everybody but for in a lot of different individuals too i think the last year was the year that we found out that everyone fucking sucks mm-hmm. so don't be a shit cunt be a good cunt the heavy boys podcast don't be a shit cunt be a good point be a good cunt we're putting it on a shirt yes we oh i love that anyways <laughs> thank you for listening i'm brody that's bailey we're the heavy boys Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch us in the next one. Bye, Dan.